there, partner. Da-da. 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 Ah, there he is. There he is. Jimmy, can you hear that fan in the background? Or no? I don't think so. All right. Nice. Let's ride. I was like trying to figure out how to turn it off. And oh no, you're good. Just got to be smarter in the fan. That's the uh, the good old wisdom there. Yeah, I can't run mine. It's dude. I have like an ancient room. There's lights on the ceiling, but they're above the fan blades. So when the fan goes, it's like a fucking strobe light in here. Yeah. It's rave time. It's it's enough, literally enough to give me a seizure. Sometimes I'm like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> How would you know, Jim? How would I know? Uh, You've been through one or two. Jim, you've actually saved me from a seizure or two oh, in our shit. history. <laughs> I think uh, you're an expert. Yeah, that's I, I didn't even remember or think about that, but uh, yeah, you know what? We we've had our run-ins. I've I've come close, uh, but you know your body just knows. Yeah, I, I've never had it officially happen to me, but you just know when stuff like that's coming on. Yeah, just like a, <clears throat> just like a good old diarrhea in public. Diarrhea in public. I've you know when it's coming. You know, you I know mean, they say love is like a fart. If you have to force it. It's probably, probably shit. Yeah. Um, that's good. Okay, Sorry, I got us on the wrong track. No, no, no. Here, this is good because I we've on a lot of podcasts covered the topic of shitting yourself, and now, and mine. I don't think I've ever said this, but all of the times I've shit myself is like, oh, I'm gonna fart, and then it's a shit. It's not like I can't hold it anymore. Shit's coming out my ass. Have you ever had that? I've never had that. Yeah, I, I, I think Todd was saying that. I was like, "You're an adult, dude. Just fucking." I mean, I get not trusting yourself, but that is that's beyond. Um, yeah. yeah some say that's the first stage of adulthood is just being able to control your body. <laughs> what comes in and what comes out. That's, you know. I mean, I, I went through the childhood early. Uh, what is it? Childhood early development class or something like that. Fuck it. That's that's exactly what they tell you. Um. But yeah, I don't know. We're off. Um, we're here, obviously, Josh Landers. We're, you know what? We're one episode away from a year, a year strong in this podcast. Pretty crazy. No way. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. It I, feels like we've been doing it for two weeks. It's literally so weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is 51. We're area 51 tonight. And uh, yeah, I think 52 is next week. It might be 51 officially next week, the week's. But I mean, yeah. aside from that, it's crazy. Yeah, it's actually gone by super quick. Um, One year, man, fifty-two weeks. No, not not a bad accomplishment. And all shout out goes to you on this, Jen. All it takes is one to get yeah. it going, and the others will fall right in line. We got Todd. We got new members. Yeah. See, that's what I I always told myself too. Once it gets to a year, I'm I'm way more down to get people you know i mean different different people and now i got like a little bit of a process i know kind of what the what the fuck i'm doing so i'm I'm taking inquiries from from here on out let's just see what we get huh the line is long the line is long jim (laughs) and i have heard some people you know requesting like a a live pod maybe live pod from goose town on black friday something like that so have you been have you been talking to x at all yeah, so he's doing the uh, the IDs. He says who comes and who goes. Shut up. Pretty, yeah. 
Wow. And the merch, right? Is that what you're going to ask me about yeah, the merch? Yeah, so I, I, I'm going to let Todd tell that. I don't want to go too deep into it because I feel like he's uh, he's knows the ins and outs. I guess he was in on the stuff. But uh, that man's in hot water. It's going to be a good next podcast with Todd. He, uh, I don't even he's know. He's in if hot I, water. I, I don't even know Is if I can trouble? say it. Uh, we need to call Denzel? I don't know. No, I uh, might need to call Rob Manfred, but... That's all I'll say. I'll leave it for him again. Um, so tune in. That'll be good. But yeah, it's been a been a year um, wild. Um, but honestly, flew by. Been fun. Been fun as fuck. And it's gotten so much better. I just listened to our first podcast. I'm using the same equipment, and it sounded like I was talking through a walkie-talkie. I I, I don't yeah. don't get it. But um, what have you been up to? It's been two weeks. Uh, always feels like, like a month, but then again, feels short. It's like a weird time warp. Uh, it is, man. It's been too long. I've been waiting to get back on the pot. Let's go. Happened. Let's go. I mean, I think the best place to start would be last weekend. Cause it was a pretty, it was a doozy of a weekend. Uh, our brother JP came down to, to San Diego for the weekend to celebrate Kendall's birthday. And actually, let's start there. Let's clear the air <laughs> with one Mr. KB, and I'd love to get your opinion on this. Yes. All love to my good friend, man. One of the best friends that anyone could have, KB. Every year when it's someone's birthday, he gets them a T-shirt with a picture of himself on it. Oh, I like so that. So all, oh. all the boys a picture of KB for their birthday. I got like that. A shirt. I just, yeah, like put it. two and two together. I remember seeing that. Here. I like it. It's like leaning into the ego thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's great. You got it. Anyway, this guy has three birthday parties. The first one is on the, (laughs) the first one is on the night of his actual birthday. Now, here's what I want to get your take on, Jim. Soft move or boss move as a 26 year old man to plan a a nice dinner at a nice restaurant with your boys for your birthday. Boss move. Like, hey, guy. Boss move? Okay. Boss move. 100%. And, and that's maybe, maybe that's just me because I don't like going out and like, I, I don't like birthdays to begin with, but like, I feel like everyone's always like, come on, we got to do something. So it's like, fuck it. A nice dinner with the boys. I mean, spouses too, if that's, that's your thing, that's cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that's, that's a boss move. Go okay. on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I what, what are your thoughts on it? I think it struck me initially as a bit, you know, like something that chicks do. Mm. You know, like guys just going into a table and sitting across from each other and chatting it up. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it makes more sense in like a five-man setting. Yeah, okay. That's that's kind of what I was thinking, like, five, that's six. Like a nice, that's like a nice meal with you with your best buds, right? And the laughs and you do the whole thing where afterwards you stand outside the restaurant rub your belly and talk about how awesome it was <laughs> exactly that's the best part of yeah the okay that's that's what i had assumed it was like this like the six seven boys right that are like from the the group here that are down there that's that's kind of what i assumed so now i'm thinking we were, it's like 20 we were pushing like we were pushing like 12 i think we were like 12 and then some late additions they set us up with a table away from everyone so we wouldn't disturb the guests uh as soon as I'm walking in, there's an artist playing cover songs, doing their thing. <laughs> I drop a fiver in there as I walk by. Didn't see me. And Chad goes, dude, you got to – Chad, Chad goes, you got to make sure they see you. When you yeah. Them, what are you doing? <laughs> That's tough. Dude, <laughs> there's like, there's nothing worse, but at the same time, you, you feel like – 
you feel like you actually did something good. You no one saw. I mean, obviously Chatty did, but like the person didn't no. see it. It's like kind of a wash. You're like, ah, I just did something good. No one's ever gonna know. He's gonna see a five. That's gonna surprise him at the end of the night. Jim, you know who who did see it? Everyone else in the restaurant. Know what I mean? Yeah. Not and that's you know what I mean? and a five dollar bill is unmistakable from a one dollar bill. You're not thinking that's a one going in the thing. Anything above a no. one is unmistakable. Dude, and nothing wrong with ones. Ones are pretty cool. Like Washington, he's a top five president in my eyes. I might but be Lincoln, top dog. Lincoln's probably top dog. You know, him and Teddy, I'd love to see that wrestling match. <sighs> wow. Teddy was brittle in his old age. You know what? I actually just finished a book about Teddy Roosevelt. Fucking ledge. Let me ask you a true or false about him because I've always thought this was true, but I don't know if I just pulled it out of my ass. Did Teddy have polio as a kid and then beat it? I, through training i don't think it was polio i think it was something else that it like made him brittle and the doctor's like he might not ever walk again and he was like fuck yeah. you like all i'm gonna do is walk yeah. and so he just became like an outdoors guy and then that like set his whole life you know, i mean set it on the the path for his life doing that shit um but crazy yeah, yeah. i read a book about him going down like a random river trying to map a river in the amazon and it's just uh -huh. like him his son and then, like, a bunch of, like, pretty much uh, native Brazilians is where they were at. Yeah. Um, and then there was, like, their commander and all that. But this fucker, like, was, I, what was it? Was it uh, malaria he got hit with? And he's, like, uh -huh. dying in a boat. Like, they're, like, we don't know if he's going to make it. And then they don't know how far away they are. Like I said, it's unmapped. And as he's, like, about to die, they fucking arrive to shore. Boom. Teddy gets saved and all, all wow. is well. Sick. Um course of human history changed forever oh absolutely and that, that was after the presidency still but that's what i mean uh, even sicker though i mean he was an old fucking man at that point uh but sorry go on boss move in my my yeah, opinion we're bringing, it back, we're bringing it back to that yeah all right so that's on a tuesday then the weekend comes and it's like boys we going out for kb's birthday like friday night like let's go do it so we go out we have a night we all go out kind of more standard procedure and then that Sunday, when JP's in town, he gets us a table at like a bottomless mimosa spot, Duck Duck. Now, this was the highlight of my weekend. This was more like the 20-person. This is more what I expected for a boy's birthday. Does that make sense? That is such Little a less... chick thing, though. Mimosas? Yes, but football. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, makes more it's sense. It's like a bunch of people out in a more crazy, rowdy environment. Exactly. You can be as loud life. as you want. You can be walking yeah. around the table doing some laps. Pretty sure I was the only one that wore a collar to the original dinner. A lot of t-shirts. A lot of t-shirts. And that's, so. I mean, I feel like that's to be expected out of that group. Um, but I, I would say the most chick thing out of this whole dilemma is having three separate fucking occasions. It's a one and done. Right. Once you're, I mean... As a as a guy in general, it should be one and done. Even as a kid, if you have something, I've never had a birthday party. That's just crazy. Yeah, you've never had a birthday party, Jim. No. Uh, I mean, have you, you done? Have you celebrated your birthday? We did it one time when my parents were gone and they were camping. Uh, you were there when Derek was hammered and started fucking the donuts or no. Uh, that was the same week. That was the same week, but like the actual birthday was a, a different day, but yeah, that I was, was iconic. I was, uh, how was I a senior? And we were probably, probably, probably 
we were definitely of age drinking, wink, wink. And, right. uh, <laughs> But no, the uh, the old rants weren't home, and uh, not that it fucking matters. Uh, <clears throat> but the parents weren't home, and I thought it would be a, a big dick move. I was like, I'm going to buy everyone. I forget what I said. I probably said dinner at first, and then we ended up going to donuts, and it cost me a whopping $18. And it was just an iconic fucking. I was like, fuck. Uh, uh, uh. It, was, it was maybe like lifetime peak drunkness like for that age. like We were all just hammered making the walk over there. Yeah. And we get in there, and you're, you've are you never heard you be so loud. You're yelling. Everyone, get whatever you want. Whatever you want. It's on me. It's on me. We balling out tonight. We balling out tonight. In a yum yum donuts at 3 a.m. Yeah. And then there would be hilarious. Just oh. a hilarious, hilarious $18 receipt. Yeah. That's all, all it was. 18 bucks. Oh, I got some good stories from later that day. So we do the bottomless mimosas. Mm-hmm. Great time. And now I have to give more context to the story. So earlier this morning, a trade had gone through between me and JP. Blockbuster trade, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Eckler, Brees Hall. Like, there's a lot involved in this trade. Now, this can, I, trade, can I ask real quick? Ahead. Were you making this pitch in person? Once JP got to San Diego, you're like, this is my time. I know I can work JP in person. <laughs> yes. So yes. I had started the talks earlier, Okay. you know, and he seemed open to it. And I was like, all right, when he gets down here, we'll see what we can do. He accepts the trade. The trade isn't supposed to go through until after that week of fantasy football. So after the Mimosas day, like I'm supposed to have Josh Allen during the Mimosas football day, essentially. Right. Matt Toscano, our commish, is at a wedding. He's at a wedding. Open bar. When this is all being discussed, it's a small group chat, me, him, and JP. We're like, when is this supposed to go through? We confirm it's supposed to go through on Tuesday. He wakes up at 7 a.m. on Sunday in a panic, thinking he fucked up, pushes the trade through No, a week early. So then I end up losing, getting the lowest amount of points in the whole league. Yeah. While the guys that were supposed to be on my team put up a combined like 56 points. And I just had to sit through the whole day of everyone just loving football and just being like, just pretty much complaining to anyone who would listen to me telling him this story about how I got fucked. So now that is uh, as a commissioner, can he go in and count up the points that the guys would have had and add them to your, I, uh, I, I didn't want to litigate the situation. You know what I mean? We didn't have to get lawyers involved. Commission is not the one you want to lawyer up against anyway. Oh, he definitely is. We can find a, a suit that's been in the game two years and fucking lawyer his ass up. The worst part of the whole situation was that instead of being like, fuck you, I pushed the trade through because you guys, because he accepted it and that's how this league works. It was a call like, sorry, Pepper, I was drunk. That's on me. So I couldn't even be mad because he you owned can't, it. No, you can't be. Just because someone owns something doesn't mean you can't be fucking pissed off. That's bullshit. But you know, hey, you're be pissed if they stand in it. You know? I shit in your fucking your refrigerator. Sorry, man. Hey, that's on, on accident. <laughs> I was... I, I mean, come no. on. So what if I was like, bro, you shit on my fridge? And then he was like, bro, I did. I was drunk. That's my bad. Compared to compared to, if he was like, dude, who cares about your fridge? I didn't even shit on the food directly. Fuck you. It's just a fridge. Why are you tripping? <laughs> like, if he comes at me like that, I'm raining down hell. Right. You know what I mean? No, for sure. And that second one sounded a lot like one of our friends. I don't want to name names, but it was like fucking spot on. Uh, <laughs> but... uh. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I would be pretty rattled. I would be because I w- imagine you miss the playoffs by a game, and you're just supposed to wear this. Altering. Season altering. So I ended up going. I ended up being 500 after that loss when I should have been three and one in a commanding place in the league. Nice. It's all good. It happens. Good news is, is this week that we're currently in, I'm playing against Matt Toscana Oof. for a little revenge game against the commish. He should be and pulling I, his fucking starters. Fuck this. That's what I said. And I put, 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 put it on him. Yes. Oh, you did? Made, oh, yeah. He made a trade midweek trying to scramble, trying to get his lineup together with buys. I said, no, nope. you're going to do more than that, sir. Yes, sir. More than that, Marcus. More than that. So... So Vespucci got the lowest points in the league this week, so he had to do a shotgun. Oh, wow. Is that the rule weekly? You got to send in a video? I like that. Um, Correct. Those are always – I like the little things in leagues like that or like lowest lowest point totals got to write the summary for, for this next week, you know, something Correct. like that. Uh, that's fun. How are your other fantasy leagues doing? Staying, uh, staying strong? Hey, 3-0 and this week. 3-0 and this week. Excellent performance out of my – my league this week. I told him, you know, I got rid of my old job. I, I picked up a new job as general manager. Let's go. Three separate organizations simultaneously. I'm in charge of the talent scouting, talent evaluating, roster building, lineup setting. That's huge. I mean, I'm a real Bruce Bochy out here, man. That'd go a long way on a resume, honestly. I did put that on my resume that I'm <laughs> undefeated in one of my leagues. No, I'm just playing. I was going to say. I, I'm still oh, undefeated no. in one league. That's, I'm still undefeated in one league, so and which, that's good news. Who's in that league? Just so we can get a grasp that's, of the, the talent four, you're you're 4-0 over. So that's the league that Maddie started. It's like with like Cole Carnahan, Tucker, and nice. some of the like Marquise, Marquis. <laughs> You've always <laughs> called him Marquise. It is so good. <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's how I read it. It's how I read it every time. Despite Dude, knowing him for ten plus when years, we our, when we had our draft and we were all on Zoom, I said, "What up?" <laughs> I mean, Marcus. He's been getting it his, uh, his whole life. I like it's the funniest thing because like we were always on the same team for baseball, and so it's like his last name is fucking hard to say as well. And so they would go Marquise Ontario, and it just yeah. both names not right, and he just wear. Um, Marquise, we were expecting a little more Magic Johnson, a little less ex- Larry Bird. Out of you. Exactly. Can I meet your parents? Um, yeah. Um, right. So I tell all that story just to say we went to the brunch, good time, had a horrible time fantasy football wise, but it was awesome times. Later that night, we end up back at Kenny's. We're like drunk. Everyone's drunk as a skunk. We're just like sitting in the living room. Like, I think we played like some board games, just bullshitting. It's actually those hours where it's like there's five guys and three girls, and three of the guys are like cuddled up with the girls that they're like with. And then the other two are just there. So it's like we're kind of getting ready to make our like lead, like, all right, get a room, guys, that type of thing. But we're like, living in the moment like soaking it up and you're like we're not the ones like with with something right. to lose here like i'm gonna tell all my jokes that type of thing so long story short joints are being passed around all that good stuff and we go matt tell the story because there's that one irish drinking story where it's like we went into the bar and it was all guys oh 
Oh, but yeah. the beer was free, yeah. <laughs> and so we like told him to tell that story, but he didn't hear the part. <laughs> like he didn't hear our cue to tell that type of story. With he the, just hey, started uh, telling a story. He, he thought we were just putting him on the spot to just tell a story, and he was like, "No, I can't do it. I can't do it." And we're like, "No, dude, you're the best. Like we've heard you do this before. Like you got this." <laughs> Thinking that he's on the same page, and then he just starts telling his own. <laughs> He goes, and we go into the bar. We go, hey! And he goes, yeah! And just keeps on going, just telling a normal story. Like, miss the, miss the cue again of, hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's just going, hey, Kenny goes to the bar. How old are you? Uh, 25, 25 years old. Yeah, and you know how Matt gets when he's drunk and he's... The friends. best. It was, I hadn't laughed that hard in so long. No one else really knew why it was so funny besides me. <laughs> jp because we are the only ones that knew he was trying to tell that other type of story but um those are the best and that those are like delirious hours after you've been drinking all day too you're like the drinking's kind of stopped you have like your one your nurse and one but like uh it's haven't been there in a long time it's the best part of drinking so good and the more we laughed the more he gained confidence in his story like he thought he thought he was killing you know (laughs) there's nothing but more and more confident and kept on going Uh, i haven't laughed that hard in literally so long so good uh shout out out. and shout out jp that guy is the the best i see him i probably see him more than i see any of the other guys and it's like driving or like driving past bills and he's like out there like jp yeah always so excited yeah i'm pretty sure he stays out by uh like down like in what do they call that area like not downtown san jose but on the other side like closer to like uh dude i'm losing my san jose knowledge yeah like where the whole food is and shit Uh, the alameda yeah 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 that's that's where i see him that's where i've been that's where uh mr gray had had lived at Oof, we've gotcha. been going through uh, his house a little bit and uh, just trying to get stuff out, right? And he's got so much funky stuff from, like, years past. And my dad's like, this is, like, right up your alley. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I feel I feel weird. What's the protocol on wearing, like, uh, someone who's, like, like his, like, favorite stuff? Yeah, someone who's died. Yeah, like, it, just, it just feels odd. You know what I mean? I think it's more keeping keeping them alive. You know mm, what I mean? Okay. Every time you wear it, you think about them. You know, they say every man has, has two deaths. The moment he dies and the, and the last time anyone thinks yeah. about him. Damn. That is crazy, but kind of true. Um, and they say a man only has two lives, too. And the second one starts the moment he realizes he only has one. Wow! Look at you, the philosopher. Who do you Dante keep? Liked that I was going to say Dante. You got a crowd. Dante Let's go. Down. Dante cracked a big smile on that one. <laughs> I struck a chord on he's that one. He's trying not to call you a pussy. He's trying. Look, he's trying. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Dante's dad, Kent, getting married over the weekend. Smolioli, smolioli, smolioli. Let's go, Ken. Now, now we've talked about this on this pod before, right? Hard to get a wedding invite these days, man. Uh, Hard to get a wedding and maybe not for you. Maybe you're the beefies type. You know, certain guys get invited to the wedding no matter what. See, my problem is I'm like, uh, 
I'm like the satellite. I'm like the tertiary uh, guest invite. It's like they go through a round of guest invites and they're like RSVP by this state and then people can't go. And so like, all right, second round of invites two months before the wedding. So I always get wedding invites, which seem last, last minute. minute. And I'm like, this is, there's something here, but Hey, I'm still glad to get the invite, you know? You got to take your wins when you can get them. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And I got a fucking suit for, I won't name whose wedding, Todd. And I know who it is. Again, have I been to their house on Christmas Day? Yeah, I have. <laughs> right? Have Have I known them for a decade? Yeah, I have. I have. Did I expect to get invited? Nah. Nah. Would I have been completely shocked if maybe I got the <laughs> nod on the second round? No. If I got the invite, would I have shown up and got a great gift? Yes. Ah, see, I, we won't name names. Though. We won't name names. It's all good. We don't have to name names. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> it's like, and I feel like it's it, they they definitely are. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's what it is. Or like they invite my brothers, and they're like, "Fuck, if we invite them to, I guess we got to invite." Them. I'm like, "Fine by me. I don't drink the alcohol, so I'm uh, I'm just just get me something nice to eat. That's all I ask. I'll give you a good gift." The benefit of not drinking at the wedding is that you don't push through trades on Sunday morning when you're hungover. So you don't push through trades. And yeah. hockey season is back, and we're gearing up for some icy action. But before you hit the rink, make sure you look ready with the All Star of the League, the Handyman by Manscaped. This dual action foil shaver is your ultimate power play against unruly facial hair. It'll have your face smooth as a freshly Zambonied ice. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code TROUGH at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with code TROUGH at manscaped.com. Yeah, I mean, Jim, who do you think has the best beard in the NHL? I know Patrick Marlowe was always a clean-shaven guy. Big Daddy Joe Thornton is probably my Big pick. Big Daddy Joe, he's no longer in the league, but he did have a sick one. I like Ovi. I think Ovi's rocking the beard now, looking like an old grizzled man. Sick. Rumor rumor has it Joe Thornton's beard is still in the league, though, although he wow. is he retired. Beard is still active. Legend. The hockey season is back, and just like your favorite team's power, power plays, it's time to gear up for some smooth moves on your face. Introducing the Handyman by, by Manscaped, the ultimate – Face shaver for hockey fans. This shaver is so smooth that it'll make you feel like you just pulled off a hat trick on your beard. That's three. Share funny grooming stories with your co <laughs> The handyman dual action foil shaver blades. Adjust your face's contours like a perfect deke on the ice. With skin safe technology, the handyman ensures a comfortable and reduced Nick's grooming experience. No more penalties or rough shaves or missed spots. The Manscaped Handyman is here to make sure you're always your smoothest, get yours a day, and experience the game-changing difference. This right here is the Stanley Cup of men's group. And they screwed you there, brother. They usually put the do not talk in red, and they put it in black in the middle of a line. <laughs> Dirty work by Manscaped. We love it. Get 20% off plus, <laughs> plus free shipping. Code trough at manscaped.com. It's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code trough. Don't get, not, get denied goals this season and shave your pants pucks with the right tools for the job. Manscaped. How's your team, Jim? 
me and Mikey, three and two. We just won this week. We're feeling good. We're sitting, I think, at a, a comfortable sixth place out of 12 teams right in the middle of the pack where we want to be. Um, and we had Great. the second most points. I think it was last week and lost the guy with the fucking first most. It just crapshoot. But uh, team's looking good. I Not much I can say. I Jim, a lot of, lot of like shade has been thrown on sheeps. As of late, in the last few years, you know, sheep this, sheep that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, speaking of sheeps, it's the sheep at the front of the pack that falls off the cliff first. It's facts. You want to be in the middle. Yeah, okay. I was wondering where this was going. Exactly. Going you want to be in the middle. Yes, sir. Once up front, they're the first ones to get picked off, fall off the cliff. See ya. Oh, and then we stop. You know, see, and now that's usually how it is. But I feel like with this league, Mikey's been so bad for so long. Everyone can't lose the money. You know I mean, and I, I know you can't really change things up. People are going to play how they play, but it feels like people are bringing their best games against us and we're just putting up numbies. Hey, anyone that tells you effort doesn't lead to success in fantasy football is lying, man. Straight up lying. I know. And, and I don't have too much to do. I let Mikey move the numbers and, uh, punch and move things around but uh it's always a phone call every week hey how we doing this is what we got this is where we're gonna be and so it's uh it's going well first time manager co-manager feeling all right yeah people have been talking crazy about this technique that i've implemented this year but i've gotten great results Mm. every saturday night before bed with sunday morning kickoff happening in the morning i give an inspiring pregame speech to each of my rosters wow I go one at a time. I tell them exactly what I need from each of them. I put that into the ethos, and I know that they're on the other end of that, and it's it's working. I think for anyone that's not doing personal, customized pregame speeches for their fantasy football team, definitely will probably be seeing the results in a negative way. I, I mean, I there's something to putting it out in the ether. Thoughts and, and, and will comes from somewhere. And if, if you got to sling it out there for one of them to grab it, shit. Now, I got to ask, if it comes to playoffs, are we throwing them all in an Instagram group chat and saying, hey, boys, I've been doing this all and, and sending a video and seeing if you can get some traction on it? I feel like one or two of them might, might pop it open. Now, I love that. Here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. We find out which NFL players are on Cameo. Oh, wow. And then that way we're paying them to read our message. I like that. Right? 50 bucks to let him know that his playoffs and I need him. I mean, are it's an they, investment. You're going to win however much. Can you know athletes I mean? do cameo? I feel like I don't see him on there often. Not that I'm on know. fucking cameo, but I just feel like I don't. But I, don't I like know. that. I'm at the hop in Eckler's Twitch stream. There you, you know I mean? That's what, dude. I need to get back to Twitch streams. I mean, a little sidebar here. <laughs> But me and D Roach used to do this thing back in Reno where we would go on Twitch and scroll all the way down to the bottom and find someone with one or two viewers. And we would go in there and we would just like one. Yeah, we would fuck with them. I mean, like if they were cool, we would we would hype them up and try and get more shit popping in there. But if they were kind of a dickhead, <laughs> we would just absolutely fuck with these people. And it was like yeah, style. It, literally, it was like the most fun we we had in Reno. We just and that was back at the time where I was sipping a little whiskey, you know, getting a little loose, oh, letting uh, it fly. But uh, goddamn, uh, the good old days of just being an asshole. And now looking back, I mean, just pure asshole move, right? Definitely. Definitely asshole move, but that's okay. Worth it. If you don't look back at your childhood and think, I was kind of an asshole, 
at some points, some parts of it. Yeah. You know, probably haven't grown enough. That's facts. Unless you were just a, a reincarnated I, I child who is just perfect. I prank called my PE teacher. Wow. Which <laughs> called him Mr. Garrison. In fact, I, we would just call him Mr. Garrison. I don't even remember what his real name was. Where is this at? Me, me, I think me, Chad, I think Eric Jackowitz, I think Classic. even Andy. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember these stories now. Yes. Freaking just sleepover vibes, prank, prank call Colin. vibes. Fucking, yeah. The best. Not, not the best idea. Uh, well, I, I, a little transition here. Speaking of PE teachers, uh, your boy, Oscar Caballero. Yo, I mean, flop of the century, flop, dude. That's what I'm thinking. Flop. And the, the Willow Glen football community stands behind Coach Cab. I mean, we rally behind him. Let's go. I, I was thinking about shooting him a text like, hey, man, like, what do you need? How can I support <laughs> you, brother? You know, I was just like, shoot, man. Shoot, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he's done for the season, unfortunately. Um, but bring back Cab, man. Bring back Cab. Bring back Cab. And and what, are the first, what are the first game of the season? Everyone fucking <laughs> in the stands is like holding out their thumb, like holding their hand, like trying to yeah, catch skipping a cab. all the yeah, <laughs> cab something so like that. Good. Let's go. Um, yeah, and I think Lewis is at the helm now, which is sick. Mister Lewis, give the guy the reins. Yo, finally. Which I'm not. Can mad I be at. honest? Yeah. Can I be honest? Lewis, great guy. I won't finish the sentence. I got a little fire alarm going off. Hey, Tease. You just press the button, though. Okay. We're getting the chirps in the back. Uh, I can hardly hear it. Yeah, Lewis, though, Lewis would be a great head coach. He would get the right guys around him. I feel like he's a guy that has – I don't know this for sure because you, you coach or you played for him, but I feel like he would have – he would cool the, the ego down One, enough. Three. There you go. Sorry about that. No, you're good. I say Lewis would cool the ego down enough to get the right guys around him, but I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I think what makes Lewis a great coach is everything besides football. <laughs> great guy. The, the great best. guy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust him to run my dog. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I feel like That's... I'm taking it too far. No. I love. <laughs> I love Coach Lewis. I'm sure he's a great Madden player. Yeah! Oh shit! Ow! 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 Yeah, right, I'm just letting the dog out. He got a ring, bro. Jay Roach got him a ring, man. Jay Roach, Adam Trailer. I mean, all the boys. Fucking Mitch. <laughs> right, to the push, though. To the push. Most most infamous push since the Bush push. Wow. And now some say some say Eagles and Jalen Hurts. I was gonna say study, the Tush push making its way up. Um, yeah. Couple critiques on Cap. First of all, flop, flop and a half. I think so. I believe, I believe his story. He went to grab the phone, and they tripped over the chains. And that guy got kicked out of the game, too. Okay, let's just break it down real quick. This guy was videoing. He was on the chain gang for a high school football game, and he was recording on his phone, which is illegal. They asked him to stop three or four times. He didn't. So the Willow Glen coach grabbed the phone, and the guy flops, and he takes the phone and throws it. So that's what had happened. But anyways, go Here's back. my only critique. After you take the phone, even after you throw it, it can't be a walk away. It's got to be a in your face. Really? You got to stand you over him? put someone to the ground and then just run off. Either I... it was an accident 
and you helped him up, mm, right? Fair. If it was an accident, why didn't he help him up? Because he maybe he thought he deserved it. He's like, I didn't mean to do that, but fuck it, you deserved <laughs> yeah. it anyways. <laughs> you fucking pussy. You're right. <laughs> You're right. But all I'm saying is, if you have the nerve to go knock someone over, man, you gotta you gotta stand your ground. You gotta meet them halfway. You gotta say, hey, what you did was wrong, and what I did was right, and this is why I did it. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I I feel like that the snatching the of the say? phone said that all. What do the kids say? Stand on business, something like that. Come on, come on, Coach Cavs. Stand, stand on business. On business. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the kids say anymore. This is your lane. Um. One more thing I want to talk about. You see, you sent me a text at T Swift downgrade. What is this T Swift downgrade? I mean, I couldn't believe the backlash I've been getting when I shared this take. And I'm not the only one that has this take. I've seen it on the internet, people getting killed for it. I mean, Travis Kelsey dating Taylor Swift is the downgrade of a century. For? I mean, for Travis. Hmm. Let's be honest. And I'm just going to put this bluntly. Taylor Swift, not hot. Now, okay, now let's elaborate. Is she hotter than your fourth grade English teacher who was fat or whatever? Yeah, for sure. Is she is she hotter than the average human being? For sure. Would she even qualify to be in the dating pool of an NFL star athlete if it wasn't for celebrity or money? Like, just looks alone? Like, if he saw her at the club, does he even look at her? Do you think you have to add talent into that? Celebrity money and talent? Yeah, I mean, you find out talents later, don't you? I mean... Like, oh, like I'm into that person. I want to learn more about them. Like, yeah. It starts, with, it starts with the initial attraction. Like, I'm attracted to that person. Let me learn more about them. Or you're saying he knows already that she's super talented, and that's why... Yeah, it's like she's... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say... Kelsey's a bit of a cuck, but maybe he's he's looking for a a powerful woman to so to to manhandle him. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know because she's Travis way like she's here and he's like out of the picture you know? in the game of life. Yeah, right. But when you're looking for a partner, like are you looking for someone that has hella money? I don't see a lot of guys really caring like like career success of their partners yeah but i don't think he's i think he's Especially saying a guy like travis i think he goes hey she's really talented what if she's really cool i mean what if josh just sounds super shallow right now i don't know starting it on the shallow basis but i will elaborate okay there's so, more said. please what i'm just saying i'm just saying obviously he has an ex-girlfriend that's way hotter than taylor swift in my opinion i'm sure he has others that we don't know about that are even hotter than her what if she was a coont who, the ex? Yeah. Clearly, because she's the ex, right? <laughs> I, so, I, I mean... All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. Looks-wise, I don't think Taylor Swift fits the category or the standard of what an NFL player is accustomed to. Is that a fair assessment, maybe? Uh, Just look? Yeah, I know, I know yeah, there's a lot yeah, of other yeah, factors. Yeah. yeah. I think Travis Kelsey is fame-thirsty as fuck. I think, I think all so he cares too. about is celebrity, oh. fame, you know. He's like caught up. Who wouldn't be caught up in the glamour of dating Taylor Swift, right? It's better than winning a Super Bowl, I guess. Is that what he said? <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> I, 
nuts. That's yeah. a crazy, that is a crazy comment to make. I, I um, mean... I guess all I'll say is this. Money or career success aren't necessarily things that, like, like are the most important things when I'm looking for a partner. And I feel like they really aren't, especially for NFL players either. Now, one more devil's advocate. What if he's saying, hey, she's famous. She knows how to deal with fame. I'm famous. On top of all the other good things, she knows how to, like, she knows what he's going through to a way more higher extent, right? And so it's like they can connect on that. I feel like a normal person who's super hot has, like, so much dis so much more disconnect from him than she does. That's true. I'm know. sure they connect I'm sure they connect often. <laughs> no, and I that's the thing. I don't even like Kelsey. I, I think he's a fucking Deutsch bag. And he I probably is doing it for clicks. I mean, why would you I not think it's like I can't believe she likes me. I think it's one of those. It's like she likes me. Like why wouldn't you date Taylor Swift? Of course you date Taylor Swift. It doesn't mean that it's not a downgrade. Yeah, I, I guess, you but it's like his his jersey sales, everything is going through the roof. His engagement, his fucking, it's yeah. crazy. And so it's like, it's hard to say that that's not a factor in in this at all, for sure. I, mean, I think we agree about that. Yeah. I think it's the main factor. Ooh. What I'm saying is, besides that, why is he dating Taylor Swift? That's my question. I don't know, man. I <laughs> I don't know, man. It I'm looks sure the Swifties are gonna, all the Swifties that listen to this pod are going <laughs> to right. No, but Come she out. does look like some someone his brother would be dating. I, I will say that. His brother's wife is way hotter. You're smoking fucking crap. Dude, if I remember it correctly from the pod. I'm stuff, looking it up gorgeous. right now. <laughs> she's gorgeous. Taylor Swift is... is a San Diego six, not to objectify anyone here. She's not hot. And I don't think that she's a freak. I'll say it. I don't think that I think that she's vanilla. Eh. I can't tell with Travis Kelsey's wife. <laughs> you never can tell. I'll say that. You never can tell. <laughs> you really can't. Never check a book by its cover. All I'm saying is I think he could do better in Taylor. That's my final statement. Uh, that's fair. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll let you have that. I'll let you, I'll let you have that. Um, now, uh, final thing. I, I need your, need your opinion on this. And now you're, you have, you have no experience in this realm that I know of. And so I, I outsider point of view. So as you can clearly tell duck hunting season, boom, right upon us. New decoys. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, nothing better than treating yourself once a year. I told myself I'll get myself a new pack of decoys, and it's just great. I got some goose decoys this year. Feeling phenomenal. So I go hunting in Santa Clara. Literally can see Levi Stadium from where I'm shooting a gun. It's pretty fucking weird. But uh, season opens two weeks from this past Saturday. And the rule okay. is... You can bring your boat in and leave it there and lock it up two weeks before uh, before season. And now it used to be in years past, uh, like a mad dash. Like I would get there early in the morning, first day, and it's like a good, you want a good spot for your boat so you can just flip it out and go. You don't have to go through the whole rigmarole fucking first morning or whenever you go out there. Right. So I go and I'm, I'm going late, later than usual. And I go out there and the gate's locked and I'm like... This is this is a joke. Right. So I call 
the number. It says, call this number if the gate's locked. Call the number, and it's the San Francisco Police Department. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? So I scratch that, find a different number, and I send it to this lady. Oh, I find this lady, uh, find her name, and then I search online and end up finding her number. But I find out it's the same chick that I've been having trouble with for five. Every time, every year I go there, there's a fucking issue, and it's always back to her, always leads back to her. So I call her, no answer, call her, no answer. Then I leave a nasty voicemail. I'm like, all right, I've had had enough here and this is federal public land this isn't california land this is federal land government owned um gotcha so i leave her what i would say is a a strong worded voicemail and just let her know this is bullshit hey look you're one of the owners of the property yeah i i pay my tax i said that i pay my taxes i i whatever and so she finally she texts me back i'm like you don't answer a phone call with a text especially as a a representative, I don't even know what what I call her, a manager of the wildlife of this, uh, of Don Edwards is the place. So she says, like, my bad is what she says. And I'm in Petaluma, can't unlock it today. And I'm like, this is out of hand. So I go to another gate and I find that it's open, right? But this gate's three miles down the road and then my boat needs to be back this way. So I have a decision to make. Do I keep <laughs> do I keep pestering this lady? Because I went today, gate's still locked. She said it would be open Monday morning. Went Monday morning before work, still locked. Do I keep pestering her? Do I email the governor, which I might do anyways, because I think it'd be fun. Uh, Gavin Newsom, getting an email. I know he's not going to care. Um, Think about the presidency. Or this is my what I almost did yesterday, I can go through the other gate. That's like three miles away, whatever. And I can lift it up and walk the boat for, it's probably a hundred yards. And I have to do that five different times to cross into five different bodies of water to get where I'm going. Now, which, which approach would you take? Do you wait it out and just say, fuck it? Because I I can't do it this weekend. And so do I just A, a and B. A and B. Fucking keep pestering and then just fucking yeah, let it run. I'm being honest. It takes people like seven follow-ups till it actually registers. I know it's not your job, but... It's fucking like, crazy. To be honest, this lady sounds like the next time you hit her up, she's probably going to open it for you. I almost... It, I almost it brought bolt cutters and just snipped. Because it's one lock that's not even supposed to be on there. And I thought about just snipping it off. I have some at home and I was like, God damn it. Federal property, Jim. I don't know. I'm prove a point. Fuck them. A jury, yeah. a jury wouldn't convict me. This is a joke. This is blasphemous. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's where I'm at right now. It fucking blows dick, and I'm just. If I was a betting man, I'd say if you keep hitting her up, you'll be in there by this week, mm. for sure. That sucks though. It's just waste of wasting my time. It does suck. She sucks. She's a cunt. <laughs> Sorry, Melissa. So, um, well, that's all. That's uh, all I had. I just, I, I get I get antsy for ducks. It's like the only thing I get to look forward to. It's a hobby that only lasts for two and a half months out of the year. Seasonal hobbies, man. You get to look forward to them. So good. Um, all right, let's move on to our draft. Uh, let's do it. We are going to be drafting things that make you feel like a kid again. It doesn't have to be an object. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. what I just think. It can be whatever. I didn't. I, I haven't thought of a five completely yet in my head, but I have a few to get me started. Christ Almighty! Well, do you want first you a, pick or second? List? You got a list? I got a little something cooking. I don't know how good it is. That's. Uh, these drafts, it's like you make a list and then you hear one pick and you're like, fucking off to the races. You think of something else and you're like, I should have just stuck with what I had. Um, I, I would love to go first. Okay, well, let me hit the bell. With the first pick, for me, it's an easy one. And I was just thinking about it the other day. That's what inspired this idea. Being barefoot. Wow. Being barefoot on the sidewalk, being barefoot in the grass. Those two primarily in the street just reminds me of being a little kid running around. You know, you go out your front door, that type of thing. You're not putting shoes on. You're just running around, you know? And that's why I always appreciate, like, a clean street. If you can live somewhere where you can actually kind of, like, walk on the street barefoot or walk on the sidewalks barefoot just a little bit just to get the newspaper without worrying about, like, broken glass or anything like that. That's a huge, huge deal. Big deal. And... Uh, what reminds me of bare feet all the time is JP. I feel like whenever there's a patch of grass, he is the first person to just fucking shoes and socks immediately off. And he's fucking rolling around. He's just loving it. But it always reminds me of him. Yeah. I have a, I had a good story when I was at Coachella one year and was, uh, living my best life, feeling great at the time. Yes. And I was like, I got to get rid of these shoes. I'm going barefoot, which looking back, I'll, tell the full story it kind of just like was gross but uh you know don't be barefoot at coachella like maybe for a moment but not for the whole night you know anyway i just give my i didn't know where to put these things like i couldn't find anywhere to put them life was moving fast and i just handed them to a stranger did you have a backup set of shoes Mm, at the campsite yeah some sand um But pretty much later, I did not remember that at all. And I was trying to go through my mind, like, where did my shoes go? Like, there was a moment later in that day where I forgot, right? Where are my shoes? How did that happen? You know, but that's that's the story. By the end of it, I was looking gross, dude. I think back now and I would never walk on the Coachella fields barefoot. Yeah. And you never know what the fuck's out there. Ugh. What? Oh, I saw needles on the ground too. I'm like, dude, if I just wasn't looking, you just stubbed your toe and aidsy Josh. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, barefoot's great. The only thing that sucks is like when you're walking on like a patch of grass or something, and you step on a a rock and it's like sharp and it hits the middle of your foot, and there's like no worse pain than that. It's like the only soft spot. My it's like my pads are like got a nice thick little buildup of. I don't know what you call it, calluses, I guess. Um, and so, signs like, of a man. Yeah, exactly. Signs of jujitsu, dude. They've gotten so bad after jujitsu, so just pushing off. But uh, yeah, when you get one like in between where it had no padding, oh my Christ, the worst. Um, but I love it. Barefoot, pencil it in. You like that one? Was that on your list? I, Were you expecting it? Wasn't on my list, but I like it. Was not on my list. Um, now, my number one is something that I go to frequently. And every time I first bite, always childhood. And that is going to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Wow. And it was, uh, I I mean, I've had, I couldn't even tell you fucking how many PB&Js over my life. Uh, It's it's still a goat, like white bread and PB&J. So good. 
Um, it's, it, you took mine. I was gonna go Uncrustables. Oh, okay. And I, and I was gonna go there. So great call. Nice. Definitely was on my list. Great Love call. That. Um, now let me ask you a question. I don't know if we were the ones talking about this before, but do you think you've eaten more sandwiches before this point in your life, or will you eat more sandwiches after this point? It's got to be after. Really? I think it's before. Think about how many... Did you eat sandwiches at school for lunch? That's five... That's 180 a year. Just like... Yes, but I packed my own lunch from like second, mm, third grade mm. on, and that shoot was a crap shoot. Like, I remember I would <laughs> yeah. just like... I would like make sense. a bag of popcorn. Oh, Jesus. That, that would be like one item, you know? I'd have like a Twix bar that, or like a Rocky Road. That'd be another item. I'd have like... I, I think I made sandwiches, though. Yeah, sandwiches are good. But, dude, I plan on having sandwiches at the minimum once a week for the rest of my life. Yeah, but once a week for the rest of your life is 52. I don't know. That's a lot, actually. Now, now, that I think, now that I think about it, yeah, that's 100. How old are you going to be? Um, I was thinking 130. I like that. I always tell people 250. If technology doesn't get me there, I'm be pissed. Um, the problem is, Jim, and I've thought about this before, is like when they're looking for candidates for like that make you live forever shit, they're going to be like, have you ever smoking cigarettes? Have you ever smoked weed? But they have, need somebody any, from you every tattoo. You need like, somebody you from like every so draft class to, to make sure you're hitting your. What if what if smoking cigarettes prerequisite for for living long term what if they say hey you have to smoke cigarettes until you're 40 or else this medication won't work boom jim you know my theory on cigarettes alcohol cigarettes alcohol weed drugs you know my theory what smoke them if you got first half of your life stay away from them Ah. but if you pick them up in the later half of your life that's what keeps you alive I, I could see that. I feel like there's a lot of people that have that like awakening moment and it just like, it's like a new life. It's like a new lease on life. So like, holy shit, this was out there the whole time. And then, yeah, they're off like the if I think of smoking like a pipe or cigarettes when I'm 80, just yeah. like wait, looking forward to that every day. I think something to look forward to at that age is more important than like what you eat, what you do. Maybe that's low key. Fair. A nice little ritual. Get yourself uh, looking forward to something. Give yourself something to live for. Yeah. Fuck. I can't um, wait to be on the porch doing psychedelics, smoking a, a, a spliff pipe when I'm 80. It's going to be amazing. Uh, whatchamacallit, who's uh, Shakespeare smoked, uh, s- took mokes? <laughs> really? <laughs> he did. He did. He did. All right. Round two. There it is. And then back to me. Back to you. Neighbor talks. So, like, you know, like standing outside your house in front of your neighbor's house or in front of your house talking with your neighbor, just stopping and talking and just talking out front of the house. It kind of goes with the barefoot thing. I think it takes me back to childhood, thinking about the Della Roaches pretty much. It would always be X and my dad either standing out in front of our house, standing out in front of their house, that type of thing. Um, like when I had the neighbor, Mike Sager, New York Times bestselling oh. author. <laughs> Mike, you know get I mean? another shout out. Like, we would like he would see me like coming home from like work or something like that, and he would be in front, of, and I would just like stop and stand in the middle of the street, like of our cul-de-sac, just chat, not going anywhere, not in a rush anywhere, that type of thing. Um, so. I like that, and it, it builds a sense of community. I will say, our family not the biggest neighbor chatters. We just always yeah. had like 
I, I don't know, like what the original street we grew up on, we we did. But like, I feel like after you move, you're kind of like the new people coming in. It's like hard to uh, hard to break through. Um, 100%. But I was going to say something about that. Oh, uh, I forget. Oh, got it. Did you guys ever have uh, like a thing like, hey, if like if your mom or dad's out there talking to the neighbor too long and you can tell that it's like. Like, well, like, go save them. Yeah, like, give them a phone call. Like, hey, give them a call and so they can say, I got to take this and split out. Because that was something we would do frequently. <laughs> it was like, oh, mom's been out there more than five minutes. Better give her a call. And if she doesn't want to, hey, she'll, she'll just say, hey, uh, like, something, something, something. Okay. And then continue talking. But sometimes that's the phone call. It saves a life. Gotcha. Um, that's smart. Yeah. No, that, I don't think that was ever. It was probably the other houses that needed that from my dad so you know yeah so. legend um love that one though neighbor talks shout out johnston ave man johnston ave um oof okay i don't really know where to go here um okay uh i'll go with the smell of school supplies so like nowadays it's gonna be like a new a new notebook or something like that but like those fresh pages getting that smell will put me right back into like second grade and i'm like whew, sitting in my seat 100 that's crazy um but yeah smells i feel like bring you back more than anything else because it's like yeah such a vivid i don't know why but like yeah it's great were you like uh a scholastics kid um like were you ordering like oh, i remember like there was a kid chris johnson I think you know that name. I love He's Chris always come with the, the coolest, like, school supply. Oh, Like, no. he would just flex on everyone, like, the coolest sharpener, you know? No, yeah. There was there was always those kids that looked like they bought them off of the fucking airplane mag. Like, shit you would see in an airplane magazine. Like, why do you need yeah. a pencil sharpener that's got 190-whatever? You know what I mean? Like, crazy yeah. shit. But, uh, no, we were very basic. It's like you got your Ticonderogas. I mean, that's that's living large. Uh, you got your pencil box. Just your, just your normal shit. Nothing out of yeah. the ordinary. Um, but yeah, nothing better. I love it. I got another school-related one coming up. Bam, bam, bam. How about wearing a backpack? Wow. Like you don't think like you wear your backpack every day throughout your childhood going to school? And then the rest of your life, not many use cases for it, you know? It's like, uh, you going on a, are you a backpack every day guy? I like have the like same back. Backpack? I have th- my orange North face is still kicking brother. That's gone on like seven years now. I wear it every day. You wear it every day, every day to work. Okay. So maybe we're just not on the same vibe. Maybe I need to get a backpack, but anytime I wear one and I like, hold the straps like i just feel like i'm on my way to class like i, just I feel, feel like that kidding. though um huh? i said yeah. i feel that i still go through like the same shit like i always make sure my back zipper is fucking zipped up because of pickpocketing assholes in middle and high school yeah. i i drop the straps it's like the same routine which is kind of nice and like having a backpack and especially the same one it's like i have this same routine with it drop it all the way down pull it down it's perfect yeah um that's now, what do you transport stuff in if you don't have a backpack? Like to work, what were you bringing to work? Is everything there for you? Like, I did have like a work backpack, mm. but it was like 
you know, I wear it like to and from the office to my car, uh, you know, it's not like I'm really like wearing it a lot, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Um, but for most things, it's like, all right, I'm carrying something. I'm going to your house and I'm bringing a bottle of wine and candles. You know what I mean? For example, it's like that would make sense if I was just to throw it in a backpack, but I'll probably just like carry it in my car and then carry it with my hands. That type of thing. Yeah. I guess I go on more uh, like like outside yeah, of work. Like adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I'm like always having that or a fanny I I've been huge on the fanny pack for last ten years now, five years I would say. Yeah. And it's life changing. Yeah. Now you don't rock the fanny under pants, do you? Fanny you under pants? I know I rock it under shirt mostly. Fanny, you know what I'm talking about to keep it safe from pickpocketers. Oh, I'll never forget being in Spain and just with this like the cutest, sweetest, yuppiest little like like I mean woman that like a student that was out there with us and like she was like yeah I got this round yada yada and like goes to her fanny and it's like <laughs> under her jeans just like unbutton her jean like whatever go in and get her ID and shit like that I was just like Jesus, it's not that deep it's... like my wallet. <laughs> Is in my pocket right now. Yeah. Like I don't think I'm gonna get pickpocketed. Plus, if I want that, I, I I will still take that. If I, if it really came down to someone really wanting it, it's like they're gonna. Am take I getting robbed or am I not? Exactly. You know? I don't think this is fucking that Will Smith movie. Yeah. What movie's that? I am Legend. No, where they go. Uh, fuck. Seth would know where they go and pickpocket people. At the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I know when you're talking. I about actually want to watch that again. That is good. Uh, fuck. And they got the song playing at the end with the beats. Yeah. Um, all right, my turn. Back to me. Let's go. Um, do do do. I don't really know where to go here. Uh, I'll say riding a bike. Um, we go. Another one similar to the backpack. You don't have it all the time or every day. I mean, I ride it more so than other people, but I feel like when you hop on a bike for the first time in like a year or so, you're like, oof. I mean, it's the same. It's like riding a bike, baby. Nothing better. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Riding a bike. Because at one point in time, you were either a bike guy or a longboard guy, and that was your number one like form, form of, trans- of transportation yeah. for, for a good stretch from the ages of like, eight to 16, you know, yeah. or whatever it is. It's like a good, almost a decade of just like riding your bike around to various people's houses or whatever it is. So, yeah. And we I had like- fucking bike gangs growing up. I mean, we grew up on a dead end street and we'd ride over to big dogs, like a mile ride. And we'd have like six or seven guys, not enough helmets. Half of us are wearing baseball helmets, fucking riding pegs, yeah. just the good old days. Uh, but yeah. Riding a bike always, always brings me back. All right, back to me. It's kind of school-based again, or just bringing back to those school days. Morning dew. Oof. So, like, the sprinklers just hit the grass or a condensation from the last night. It's early in the morning. Like, just being outside before 7 a.m. and hearing the, having that cold, like, wind in your face. You see the dew on the grass. It's just, can't believe we got up that early, that regularly for that long. It makes no sense to me. It's crazy. And then we go right into sports. It was like a full, I mean, it was like double a full work day and then (laughs) right to sleep. Um, Did you ever have zero (laughs) period PE or first Uh, period? 
yeah, I had like that zero period weightlifting class for football. Oh, okay, so you guys had weightlifting. We I had it sixth grade. Uh, it was like, I think it was first period, not zero, but we had a bunch of dipshits in our class. It was like Cooper Wilson, Jeremiah Yabara. And so we would do this thing when the, the grass got like frosted over and we were just killing the grass walking on it, but we would take off our, uh, take off our shoes and see who could walk around in it the longest. And God damn there. I mean, the coldest I've ever been is wearing basketball shorts and a t-shirt in PE walking barefoot yeah. in the frozen grass. Just stupid. But, uh, the like walking things. across the hot cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the opposite. Um, but I love that morning dew. something about it. That's a good pool, right? That is a good pool. Um, I don't know how vague I can be, but I'm just going to say, yeah, I'm going to say taking a vacation. Um, nothing makes you feel more like a child. I, this probably should have been higher, uh, than taking a vacation. You kind of can forget about all responsibilities. You're just out doing your thing, living how you want to live. And, uh, yeah, vacations are perfect. Uh, specifically if i had to get specific i would say disneyland because we went there a bunch as a kid and it's like that has a bunch of the sights and smells you know what i mean where it can get real nostalgic real quick but uh, oh yeah the turkey leg the best that was my that was a mikey specialty i would have like five churros a day and this guy would just be hounding a turkey leg Uh, the turkey leg i'm convinced was the reason we went to disneyland at all really that was (laughs) the best i love turkey the turkey leg um and we were more of a universal studios fam just because my Ooh. grandma lived kind of close yeah so, that makes sense not as many rides we did disneyland as well my dad used to take us like middle of the week during school Perfect. rainy winter like it'd be raining but no lines like, zero lines go whatever ride you want go again yeah. like you could just stay in your seat and just keep riding the <laughs> exactly roller. shoot me around yeah that's sick Good um work. but yeah no i love love vacation take me back Gotcha. Now, I was talking about rides, and it kind of inspired this thought. How about carnivals or fairs? I like that. Like, show me a Ferris wheel. Show me like some games where I could win a little prize. Maybe like boardwalk style. But really, what's coming to mind is St. Chris Fair. Yeah, that's a uh, character, man. Shout out the Majetis. <laughs> Build character. Construction. I Rather. saw my first fight at the St. Chris Fair, and then like every who was that. Rudy's uh, Ice? Yeah, that was Rudy's Ice and Mike Roussel, classic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you don't want to know what's the most classic thing ever? What? All right, so it's like 2020 or whatever. I was like posting stuff about like Black Lives Matter, just like good, 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 what I thought was good stuff. Mike Rousseau hits me up. He's like, Dude, it's cool to see that you've like come such a long way about like accepting people. He's like, Because back in middle school, like you wrote like horrible, mean, like, like, hella slurs you used to call me gay you used to call me all this stuff and i was like bro like i really do not think that was me yeah remember i'm 100 convinced of this remember him and Derek like had like their own little beef yeah i'm 100 convinced that fucking <laughs> i was left logged in to fucking facebook at Derek's house and he probably just went off oh. on him using my thing because i'm just like <laughs> maybe it's one of those things where it's like Facebook and you see your status and you're like, there's no way I wrote that. Right. Like yeah. maybe it's one of those things, I've had a but few. I don't <laughs> think it was at all. I think it was like, Oh no, I got like, you got catfished into thinking I hated you, bro. Yeah. But 
and funny story because that is not you by any means i feel like you would have done the exact opposite you would have been the only one hyping mike up he's a good guy and everyone would have been like shut up you pussy (laughs) stop it Uh, damn i was asked this question recently Mm -hmm. what friend are you in the friend group Mm. do we have a list that's what i was asked like 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 you know like you know they showed me like a little like TikTok or whatever, like the different friends in a friend group. You know what I'm talking about, that yeah, type of yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. The conclusion that I came to was I'm I'm the woke friend. I'm the I'm the one that ever I'm the one <laughs> yeah. that you, you know check a like, couple boxes now. For people watch their F and Ns around me, that type of thing. But I don't know. What <laughs> what would what would what would you like categorize me as, as uh like friend, which friend of the friend group, you know? I don't know. I I mean, that obviously, yes, check. Um, But I think you probably also like, is there, it's like, not the, you're not the loud friend, but you're like the outgoing one. You're the one that's going to get your friend group in touch with other friend groups. I don't know what, what friend that is, but that's the The one. The connector, something like that. Literally. And like, you're exactly, there's, there's a question. Can we, can we do something? You're like, fuck it. I'll go ask. Or you just start doing it. And then we'll see i don't know what friend that is but that's the one plus the woke one i mean check and check good in yeah i don't know which one i would be it would be the one you the one you invite because you know they're not going to show up (laughs) i would i would say you're the you're the keys guy yeah that's parents go away parents go away for the weekend they're looking at all the friends who do they toss the keys to that's fair i mean i think that's what, and there's more to be said, obviously. No, no, but no, no, no. That, but I, that's, that's that's fair. But it's that's the thing. In different friend groups, you got to play the the different roles. It's it's a know your role up. situation. So, like that. Um, but yeah, no, I like that. And carnivals, great pick. Uh, getting back to it. Uh, just nothing better than a Saint Chris Fair. Seeing seeing fights, and I think Hutch was setting up a fight for the next year, and it never went through. But the boys were hyped. Or how about a drunk parent that used to be your NJB All-Stars coach trying to hop the line? Oh, and eating shit. Just trying to hop the line. There's hella kids like right oh, there. Oh, like, like oh, hop the line to get on the ride? For the zipper. Like there's no room for him. And he, he comes to talk to you. Oh, hey, I coached you. Breath like fucking alcohol. Just seeing all the parents <laughs> fucked up. Like seeing your parents drunk. That might be another good That's one. a good one, yeah. Like, and you feel like kid again. That type of shit. So, um, yeah. Yeah, or like moms dropping it low and falling on the dance floor. I saw that multiple times. Yeah. Um, and you go through like, when you're young, you're like hanging out with the kids. When you get older, you're like, oh, I'm gonna go dance with yeah. the parents. That's that's who that's really who's vibing. <laughs> Which yeah. is hilarious because we're like drunk high schoolers dancing with forty year old moms is hilarious. Um, community though. What? Genuine. It's community though. Yeah. Genuine, you know, it's like you know the whole yeah whatever. The cut community. I love it. Um, <laughs> shit okay things bring me back I, hmm. I, i'm gonna talk through this and i'm gonna say ones that i'm not saying the magic bullet infomercial or just infomercials yeah. in general Info. i i'm i not gonna say it but i really want to because that one is like i watched the magic bullet at work i just threw it on the commercial for an hour and just let it play i was like this is perfect this is great background, noise. background? <laughs> so That's good awesome. um but Okay, I, I I picked it up, scoped it. Now I've had a little bit more of this because I worked at a preschool, but I'm gonna go with coloring, um, sitting down and just fucking coloring something in. 
uh, sounds dumb, but you get lost in it. You just start picking your colors and you're just like, fucking let's go. And brings you right back to being a kid. What you were designed to do, man. That's awesome. For sure. Now, when you're coloring, what, what kind of utensil do you most prefer? Are you a marker crayon colored pencil? Uh, I was a pencil guy. No, normal pencil. Oh, big shading guy, black and white. Yeah. <laughs> now, what type of doodler are you, Jim? Oh, God, you don't want to know. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I would just write random shit. I don't know, dumb shit. Like, I, I would sign my name a lot. That's, I mean, I feel like that's the one we all do is like you sign your name in cursive, like work on your signature. Like, oh, if I was signing a baseball, I would do it. The abbreviated version is the, the quick, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I mean, the classic ass, you, you got to be fucking. Oh, the symmetrical ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those, some of those. I don't know, dumb shit, random shit, cool shit, okay. fun shit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, let me let me read these back real quick because that that's gonna wrap us up there. Um, so this draft, Josh went going barefoot, talking to your neighbors, wearing a backpack, morning dew and carnivals. I went PB and J's, smell of school supplies, riding a bike, taking a vacation, and coloring. Boom. That's pretty I like good. it. Same. I'm a fan. Um, I was nervous. Yeah, I know. I thought that's the thing. I went off script like twice there. I'm like, ah, fuck something popped in. It's much better. Um, but shit, thank you folks for doing this with us. Um, much appreciated. Oh, I'm down. I'm down. We'll do one real quick. We'll throw this. I don't know if we're running over your time limit. Is there a time limit you have to keep these two? Nah, you just pay for fucking pay for Google video and you can go as long as you want. Nice. Okay. Waiting for it to load. Um, what you got going on this next couple weeks? Anything um, good? Yeah, I just had my second interview with this company or whatever. They called me back. Nice. It's going to be selling like energy efficient windows and, and paint and shit like that. Like construction essentially. But saves people money on their like energy bill and whatnot. That's good. I think I'm getting started with that tomorrow. Like, and then the refing, the refing's been sick. Dude. Yeah, that's okay. So I was going to ask about that. Have you done any basketball, and how's the soccer been? Yes, I just did my first basketball uh, this past week. Good times, easy money. It was co-ed, so not full speed, full force, full violence. But um, it was good, man. Easy money. I had a good time out there. Soccer's been great. Yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge, let, I'm a huge play on guy. Let it play. I I refuse to blow my whistle unless I absolutely have to. I try and make it feel like a pickup at the park, you know. Yeah, Which like for example, you're in the middle of the field and you kick it and it goes off someone's hand and then it's just still a scramble for the ball, like. Right, and they give it one of these oops, like like they didn't mean yeah, to do it. And like, it's like play come on. on, play on. Um, but it's been a good time. People people been talking shit. They've been asking for calls. I don't blow it. Then they score. I'm like you. You still want the call, dude? Right. Dude, we dude, can. We can take it back. No, we can take it back. Like, are you serious? Um. All right. I got. This.